and welcome to What the Fuck's Up podcast. I apologize because today I kind of don't have a voice because I drank a lot this weekend and didn't sleep a lot. But today, more importantly, I have the pleasure of having on the lovely and incredibly talented Kaplan twins. Yay! The twins, yay! <laughs> I'm just going to read my little thing, but then you okay. guys, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, wait, what? <laughs> you can redo it if you want. No, 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 I'm definitely keeping that in. That was really funny. I yay! loved it. You're like, here we are, go team. Okay, <laughs> so the twins were born in New Jersey and went on to study at NYU. Afterwards, they moved to LA where they started making art, which is at once provocative, and eye-catching and definitely garnered them a lot of attention. I had the pleasure of meeting the twins in LA through mutual friends and getting to see some of their live art shows, which were amazing. I also literally just found out while writing this intro that they've since paused their art adventures and are now focusing more so on their DIY tooth gems company, which is cleverly named Gemsies. They are also TikTok famous and have over a million followers, whereas I can't even get 10 likes on literally the funniest video I've ever made. Um, so I'm gonna need you guys to show me the ropes. Welcome. I'm so excited we could finally do this. Thanks so for having excited. us. We're very so excited. excited. Oh so God. eagerly excited that I interrupted your intro and went, yay. <laughs> I'm definitely keeping that in. Keep so it. they'll all yeah, know. Keep it's it. amazing. It's, it's such cute. a Lexi thing. I'm so like, yeah, I'm just over eager all the time. <laughs> I'm just prematurely doing everything. <laughs> I just realized, not that like necessarily for people who don't know you as well, not that like having the video component would totally make a difference. But I just realized since it's all audio, people are literally not going to know who's speaking. But oh. I kind of love that. <laughs> yeah. We do that oh, all the time. It's so funny. God. I don't even know. It's like when we answer questions. But um, Allie's voice is a little raspy. It is a little deeper. Yeah. You could pick it up. Yeah. I mean, whenever we used to do interviews, they would always have us say, like, Allie, Lexi at the end of it. And then and at a certain like, point, no, we're like, no, you know what, cares. if you say, if, you know, if you're quoting yeah. Allie and, like, you write Lexi, it's all good. It's we're a duo. Thing. So, yeah, so like, fine. unless Lexi says something really dumb and they quote me and I'm like, uh-uh, I don't like that one. Yeah. <laughs> you That's guys are a tag team unless happened. it's embarrassing. Exactly. <laughs> I fucking love it. Yeah, no, don't say your names at the end. That would just be like, no. Uh, I feel like that's way tedious. too much. It's Nobody too likes much. that. There was yeah. this one time Lexi went to the mm -hmm. um the Spider Man premiere and Ooh. they oh, said yeah. it was me. They were like Allie Kaplan, and I was like, ooh, like I get all the cred without actually having to get dolled up and going. It was great, incredible. So it works out sometimes. I fucking love that. Yeah. Um, oh my god. So I'm so excited to have you guys on today. I just wanted to start out by. I cannot get over the way that we met. I don't know if you guys remember. I kind of reminded Lexi recently. I like kind of remember, but like not. Wait. I mean, we were I fucked don't... up if we're being honest. Yeah. We uh, when are up. we not? What? <laughs> when are we not? You what? When are we not? Oh, when are we not? Third time's the charm. Right. But literally, it was so funny when we met because. So Russell Muscle Khan, one of our mm -hmm. favorite people, I think I can Love say about Russell. all three of us, a fucking angel on this earth, former podcast guest, amazing guy. Basically, he was like, what are you doing tonight? Do you want to come to Shabbat dinner at whose boyfriend's house was it at the time? Oh, it was my ex. It was my ex Yeah, it was Allie's oh. ex. Oh. Yeah, yes, yes, in Weho. So I was like, okay, oh I'll come Oh my God, over. that was years ago. I know, it was so wow. long. We've done so much shit since, so it's wow. so long ago, but I'll never yeah. forget it because it was so funny. I kind of knew who you guys were through like Russell and other mutual friends. Yeah, but then and I remember I, like your ex-boyfriend grew up with like my ex-boyfriend's yes. brother. But so basically I come over and you guys are so nice. Like I didn't really know what to expect. First of all, I feel like everyone says this about you guys when they meet you. You're so much smaller than Oh no my expected. God. 
everyone says it. Everyone, because, but you guys are so proportional. That's why. Because you're really proportional. So in pictures, you like can't tell. Well, right. that's the thing too. In photos, especially <laughs> on our trick. Instagram, it's yeah. only us in our Instagram. We're like rarely posting photos with friends or other people. So there's so no like, comparison you, point. Exactly. Yeah, you can't tell. Yeah. So yeah. people meet us and they're like, wow, you're so much shorter than I thought you'd be. And we're like, yeah. Oh my God. You guys are so cute though. You're like. Fun size. Little, you make you make up for the fun sizeness in your big personality. So exactly. like, you know, it evens yeah. out. It's good. Yeah. Anyway, so I meet you guys. You're so fucking nice, obviously. You're the shit, whatever. And then we get super drunk at Shabbat dinner, which is amazing because I'm like a goy who thinks I'm not a goy. So like we I was having the time of my life. So many vodka shots, I'm sure. Definitely shots mm-hmm. were happening. Yeah. Yeah. And then we go to the bedroom and I at this point, like it's the first time I've met you. I have no idea which one of you it was. But one of you goes to me, because you guys had just gotten the Playboy like centerfold. Oh so my god. So one of you goes up to me and goes, Caitlin, Caitlin. And look and like pulls me to the magazine and you're like guess whose boobs are whose oh you have to guess whose boobs are oh whose and i was dying and i guessed right you i had did. a 50 percent was Allie. You know what? was it Allie? yeah oh totally. my god totally Allie. that's such Incredible. a thing that's such that, a no, thing i always like we because we did a self-portrait of like our boobs and so like yeah it's beautiful and, and our Love and it. our face thank you and our faces are cut <laughs> off and so like uh-huh. the only factor is like Allie's like little birthmark so whenever oh. we have that painting i was always like Who's who? Like, guess who's who? You right. know? Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, now we've given away the secret for anyone listening. <laughs> if you guys are wondering who's who, Allie has the birthmark. That's the secret. That's so. the secret. <laughs> wow, I love that. Getting all the insider info already. But yeah, I mean, I just have loved getting to know you guys so much. I missed your birthday when I moved home from LA, which was a huge bummer. Oh, How did that go? It was fun. Well, our birthday this year? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we ended up doing it here. Like, you know that whole story. Story, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. So it was fun, though. Despite yeah, COVID. Was, you know, it was socially distanced. and <laughs> But it was, you know, whatever. You know, like, we had, like, yeah, we had, like... I'm sure you so guys yeah, didn't honestly, have that like, many people there. No, no there honestly, like, like we've done, like, all the, like, you know, like, you've been to, like, the one at Mel's and, like, all the big ones that we do. It's kind of nice to just, like, do, like, a smaller group of friends and just, totally. like, keep it, like, mellow and just, like, fun yeah. but mellow. Oh, my God. No, this was insane. So at one point... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I need to hear the stories. Okay, yes. okay. So, so, so at one point... Wait, you're hijacking my story. I Lexi. am. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so at one point, we're just, like, blasting music. It's 1 p.m. in the afternoon. Maybe 2. On it's a not Saturday. On a Saturday. Like, in our own house. Like, whatever. Our neighbor from next door walks to the party, and we're all, like, We're, like, who staring. I'm, like, who's this boy? Who is this boy? You know? like Is he cute? It was a woman. It was a woman. Uh, a middle-aged woman. Uh, you know, teach his own. cheeky. Yeah. And yeah, so like, she walks in, and we're, like, we're also confused. We're, like, who invited who's this, this person? person? And, and she came up to all of us and she's like, you need to make your music lower. We're like, excuse us. Like, this is our house. This like, is private it's property. Our birthday. You like, you trespassing. You're trespassing. I was like, we could have all been naked. We could have been having an orgy and you just decide to waltz right in here. You could have been. Insane. Who knows? How and, rude is that? And, and as she's leaving, yeah. we all chanting Karen Karen <laughs> she came in in the season of Karen and she uh-huh. got called out I fucking yeah. love it I mean like you Incredible. just don't do that like yeah you know, no like, fuck that it's also the you, day like it's, it's not like it's, it's like midnight or 1 30 no. a.m yeah right. fuck like on a Saturday like my god it wasn't even that loud but still you don't like <laughs> go inside someone's personal house and like no that's backyard. bizarre no, she could have like even like waved over the fence but either way like build a bridge and get the fuck over Karen like we yeah don't care. literally 
Okay. That's so funny. And then also I saw videos. Your guy's mom, as per usual, was crushing it. Oh, uh, always. We were, we were doing TikTok like TikTok dances, dances and we were teaching her all the fun ones, the easy fun ones, you know, like the blinding lights one. Yeah. I just like, my thing is with the TikTok dances, like yeah. I just, I can't dance period like at all yeah, and then uh, dance. I to try you. and memorize like these TikTok dances I just mm-hmm. can't do it I have no yep. coordination I'm on your page Allie 100% yeah I can't I can't so this is a great segue thank you guys for just like giving me that beautiful oh you're but welcome I d- <laughs> thank you so much but I did want to ask you guys about the TikTok stuff because as I said in the intro you guys are at over 1 million followers now which like congrats mazel thank so proud. you but I did this video I actually did two of them of my dad recently Mm-hmm. And they really blew up. Like they were, you know, the ones where it's like you're pranking someone or right. you're like a family member or significant other. So I did the one with the car where it's like the cops are following oh, me. Oh, yeah. He didn't do it, but he rubbed dirt on his leg or something. But it's the funniest thing ever. Anyway, oh, so you guys should watch so after. Oh, God, Everyone should this. go watch it. And then I did another where it's like I'm pretending to be an influencer and I say I gave up salt and alcohol and he loses his mind. He's like, stop lying to your fans. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh my God. So I did that to Lexi. So I did that to Lexi. Yes. You should do the, another one that's really cute yeah. for your dad. Um, oh, yeah, please. You know, like the Taylor Swift one? Yeah, where you yeah, do yeah, the, yeah. The oh, you do that and you record his face. You have and, him, like, and oh, and then of, he's recording so, it so himself. So instead, give yes. him the yeah. phone. Instead of giving him the screen like this, hand it to him so he's then recording himself. And he oh doesn't know. And he doesn't notice. And like Incredible. it's and it's so and cute. You, and you say, Dad, like you have to do it this way so I can watch myself, right? Right. So that's he'll be here. So funny. Yes. Yes. And so, then and then like all the faces of all the dads, they're like so proud. You know, like it's really it's cute. Really we could do that with Mom Allie. We should. Yes, not, your right? mom would be so funny. She'd be like full like mom and mean girls. Like yes, girls. Like yes, that's literally. What, that's what people say. You know what? No, yeah. like whenever we post my mom, she always mm-hmm. goes viral. Always like, goes viral. I don't know. Parents just do so well. Parents do so well. So that's why I was going to say so. Basically, these videos with my dad, I tried them on TikTok. I tried using like the hashtags, like for your page, whatever. I hardly know TikTok. So you you guys, again, are going to have to teach me. But I get like six likes, like no one gives a fuck. Then Mm. I posted on Instagram and both went viral. Like for me, at least, like did really well. One got over 10,000 views. Like Was it on Reels? No, I didn't put it on Reels. I just like, I don't understand Reels yet. I don't understand Reels at all. What the fuck are Reels? I don't get it. But, um. But I just posted as like a normal post and they both did really well. But yeah, do not understand TikTok, but so happy for you guys. But yeah, if you could just talk a little bit about like, how did you guys get into TikTok? And what kind of stuff are you making well, there? We, we started TikTok in like October. Yeah. It was oh wow, like so that's when- early. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty early. I mean, June was like June was the prime, the prime of TikTok, the sweet spot. That's of when TikTok. like Charlie started and Addison Ray, and like yeah. that's when like it really and, and they started to blow up in like November, December. So we definitely like got in like a touch later. Um, but still but early, just, like a lot yeah, of people yeah. started during quarantine, so it's still right. pretty, you know. Yeah, yeah. So we started in October, and I would say like we basically made like eight like videos five a to day. eight TikToks a day mm-hmm. consistently. That wow. was like literally like our full time job. Like this is when we paused art, and we were just like, let's just build our TikTok and. Like, let's just build um, an audience. And literally all we did, like, I'm not even kidding. We woke up in the mornings. We went to the gym. We'd come back at, like, 11. And then we made TikToks all, all day, day long oh until, God. like, 6 or 7 at night. And, like, that was, like, our day job. Like, yeah. our job was literally TikTok. We weren't making money it, from it, but, like, we were just doing it. Well, now it pays off in the long run. It's an exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's, but that's, like, what TikTok is. Like, when you see all these TikTokers, like, creating content really is, like, a full-time job. And so, like, even for us now, like, we'll try and do, like, one a day. But it's definitely hard to keep up the demand with it you know especially like for us to like 
I feel like old. Like I'm like tired. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I like, totally understand. Everyone on TikTok, they're all like 19, like right. 15. And they're all just like in it's high like, school I, I'm and like they're like full, living their lives. I'm yes. like a decade older. So like I'm just like tired. <laughs> like I do it for fun. But like, you know. It's yeah. The thing is because like we are, you know how people always make fun of like adults on TikTok doing what the teenagers do? Like I am an adult on TikTok. I may look like I'm in my early 20s. Yeah, you guys both look like you could be anywhere from your current age to like yeah. 17, 16. It's so, yeah, on TikTok, yeah. everyone's like, how old are you guys? And it's like, and you're like, I'll never tell, XOXO. Literally, literally. <laughs> Gossip twins. No, I mean, I think that's so real. I actually, on my last episode, I had uh, Lucas Tim on. Do you guys know him? He went to NYU too, actually. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Maybe. NYU's a big school. But yeah. I had him on and we were talking about how there is really this like demand for creators and it's really hard to do it unless you're genuinely feeling inspired. So like, right. I remember in the beginning of quarantine when TikTok was taking off I like felt like I should be making all these things like whatever especially for TikTok because it was blowing up like Eli literally was like our friend Eli Rivkin he's mm-hmm. like the Kaplans are killing on TikTok like you should go on TikTok make it big like that'll help your career yada yada yeah yeah but um I just wasn't feeling it from like a creative standpoint I also was kind of not in the best place mentally just with the being of quarantine and like yeah. all this I mean, mental it, health it's really stuff. hard yeah. to like try and force well, you creativity can force it. and so that's why exactly like, you, you know can't. people are like ooh, these people are TikTok famous it's like but it's literally it is talent because it is you know it's it's like being creative like all the time you know like not everyone is creative like that so it is definitely like you know a talent Mm -hmm. and you have to be on all the time it's like a it's a never-ending like feeding an oil machine like you're constantly churning oil into it Mm -hmm. or else it it just kind of the flame dies down it's like trying to keep a fire alive you know like you got to keep tending to the damn fire or else it's gonna go out look at you with these metaphors so back to what you were saying I totally agree with that I think it's so funny like it's really hard for people especially who aren't in creative endeavors like understand that doing things like being on TikTok, being on Instagram, tweeting can be considered work, but it is like all mm-hmm. literally, I now have like in my notes section of my phone, just like a list of tweets that come to mind that I think uh-huh. are like really good. And I'll wake up in the middle of the night. It's like my brain can't turn it off because it's right. like both fun and work. And I'll like wake up in the middle of the night and be like, oh my God, I have to tweet this. And like, right. Yes. You know, oh, your brain like can't turn it off. It's yeah. really hard to try and turn your brain on. So like, I will say Allie's like the creative TikTok person. Like it's literally mostly her ideas. Like I can't really think of it. I used to like edit and do all that stuff. But no, you did not. <laughs> yes, I did. No, you did not. I edited 100%. Maybe you did two or three. That's not true. Yes, it is. Go oh, look on video God, shop on my phone and look at video right shop on your phone okay. and we can see who's edited All more. Right. I, you know, I gave you a compliment. Wait, also tell me the I, name I, I of gave, this I gave video her a shop? finger and she needs a fucking arm. Yeah, it's called video shop. <laughs> I'm just getting <laughs> like the can, tips out of it. You can edit right from your phone. It's I mean, so oh, sure. That's so nice instead of iMovie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. right from your phone. It takes two minutes. Incredible. So when you guys started out, what was the main kind of content you were going for? Like what kind of videos really made you guys like pop and blow up do you think I feel like we were just doing a lot of like the trends mm-hmm. just to keep on I think at the beginning it was very much like and it still is where it's the community where people just like want to feel like they're a part of the trends I think now there are more creators who are like kind of coming up with their own mm-hmm. concepts we're taking off more but to like get involved we did a lot of trends trending sounds trending hashtags and also like our own like audio too like people love our voices for some reason we had this you video have great got- voices which is great for this podcast awesome we 
had a video that got 45 million views. We were trying to put wow. like popcorn kernels in a hair straightener. And I think it went viral because people Did were just Did you come like, up with this, Hallie? I had seen someone else do it. I'm like, this okay. looks weird. Like, let's right. try this. Yeah. But so all of the comments were like, she sounds like, what's that little dog from Gidget? Gidget from, from Pets. Pets. Or, or like, like Marge was, Simpson. Or they like were saying things about my voice and I think people just really liked my voice. And people really love mom too. Yeah. And oh, then the yeah. ones of mom people do really love. love parents. So you just like, you know, like whatever yeah. like you see our fans like react to, like we just give them that because that's what they want. So. Right. Oh, Got yeah. It. Duh. You got to give the people what they want. Got it. Always. Always. Okay, so then, and then going into the Gen Z, sorry, Gem Z, that's a Freudian slip there, I almost said Gen Z. That is why you guys named it that, that's right? Exactly that's exactly what I Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. Cool, um, cool. Well, it's, the brand is like really pronounced like Gem Z's, but people are always like, Gem Z, you know, like it's Gem yeah. Z. It's supposed to be fast, but like, you know, like we could have done like G-E-M dash Z, like, totally. but I don't know. It looks Yeah, weird. no, it sounds cute that the way you guys weird. say it. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Like I think Gen it Z's. looks better that way too. I totally get it. Yeah. Like, so... While you guys were on TikTok, did that kind of lead to you guys coming up with the idea to start Gemsies or what was the process well, there? Well, yeah. So I was yeah. on TikTok and I noticed all of like these, everyone like in the hype house, all these TikTokers, they all had these tooth gems. And especially like Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio, like, and we had met them and they both had little tooth gems. Oh, how did you guys meet them out of curiosity? We met them at a Snapchat summit. So they were speaking. It wasn't like a public thing. It was more so just like for the company just to hear Creators. some like ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was just, it was literally just them and us. Amazing. Wow. Look at you guys. Yeah. yeah. They're, by the way, like the sweetest girls. They're so like, sweet. They're so very humble. talented. Like, very good yeah. at dancing. Yes. Yeah. So I just noticed like all of these TikTokers wearing tooth gems and our dad's a dentist. I what? Remember, like, I never knew that. Such yeah. A, that makes it so much like, oh my God, that's a, such a cute Better, connection. Right? Yeah. Yes. I love. I love. So yeah. I remember when I was younger, he gave me one and mm-hmm. like it was a big like trend, I feel like in like the early 2000s or like the, the early 90s. 90s. All yeah. the 90s stuff is circling back. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's like even my hair. You right guys now, with your little 90s. hair streaks. I know yeah. I was about to say. You guys are full Mary Kay and Ashley mode. Right? Yeah. I love so it. Mary Kate and Ashley vibes. Um, but so anyway, so I really wanted a tooth gem and like I wouldn't like I didn't trust anyone to do it, like any dentist out here. Like I only really trust my dad. He's back in New I mean, Jersey. I mean, I wouldn't even say it's that I didn't trust any dentist to do it. I just like didn't really want to pay for it. Like, yeah, why wouldn't you get your dad to do it? If exactly. You could? Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Like, like he lives in New Jersey, so that wasn't happening. I called a couple shops mm-hmm. in West Hollywood and I was like, hi, like how much you charge for tooth gems? And they're like, it's $250. I was like, that's just fucking insane like no thank you insane I was like no and so then I started looking online well I'm like there's gotta be like a DIY kit out there there wasn't wow so you guys were literally the first one yeah Mm -hmm. and now like there are so many that are popping they're copying that literally copy like it's literally design design, like the the little metallic bags and like all the little like pieces in the kit and with the pink and the clear gem like it's it's like I'm like you can get so many different colored gems like the fact yeah. That you're only selling these means that you're actually just buying my product Blatantly and rebranding copying. it as your own. Yeah. Wow, that's so annoying. But at least you guys were the first. Annoying, this was also yeah. like Ali ordered like a kit also from like UK. It came maybe? from like the UK. Mm-hmm. It was two hundred dollars, and like and it took like a month and a half to arrive. Yeah, and then it came in, and we were just kind of wanted to see like, okay, like is this possible? If I can do it at home, like how is it going to come? So, and I looked at it. Yeah, and I'm like, this is ugly. It like was scary. I was like, this is scary looking. I'm like, I 
get it. Like they're, you know, dental yeah. supplies and materials. I'm like, but this is just like, it doesn't look cute. Like the product itself wasn't like aesthetically pleasing. Exactly. Right. right. So, yeah. so originally I didn't want to do anything with Ali. I'm like, Ali, I'm not going into business with you again. You drive me crazy. Again. Yeah. So <laughs> you like, guys can't get rid of each other. It's just no, physically no, impossible. So then yeah. I look at her and I'm like, Mm, wait, that's actually working, and I think I can and scale it looks this out. And I was like, I can, I could scale this out for us. Like, I know how to do this. So that's Lexi, kind of like yeah. our teamwork. Allie's the creative, and I'm definitely like the operations behind it. Right. That's so good that you guys balance each other out. You need that. Yeah, yeah. totally. So I remember we like placed an order for 250 units, and we're like, okay, like let's just test it out. We did this video of my mom on TikTok, which went viral. It, it has had like 15 million views yeah. right oh now. God, was, I need to go watch. So it just like it went like we had probably like 1500 units in the first weekend weekend and we only had 250 units and we're just like okay like we know it's only going to take us like a week to kind of put all together but then our boxes were delayed because of COVID and it kept growing growing and growing and growing and and people aren't getting their shit for like three weeks. Well I think that happened for a lot of people like so many companies especially like small businesses I feel like that was such an issue with COVID. Yeah, like, what really are you going to do if things can't be in person? Like people kind of have to understand, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and so it took definitely like a good three weeks for like our customers to get their stuff in the beginning. Now it really, you know, we could fulfill orders like daily and we're Amazing. Fine. That's good. I'm glad that it like sorted itself out. It totally uh-huh. did. But, but it was really it, hectic. the best problem to have is you don't order enough units and you have more. We have too many have too people. Many like customers. we're too popular. Yeah. Wait, that's so exciting. Oh my God, you're wearing them now. So yes. cute. I need to buy some. Oh my god, I'll send, send you some. some. We could create a promo code too for the podcast oh, that I can plug cute. at the end. Yeah, that that's really cute. cute. Yeah. yeah, let's do that. But like, yeah. I think that's so impressive. Congrats for it taking off so quickly. Thank you. Thank you. I actually am gonna steal a question from one of our friends who chose to remain anonymous, but I'll tell you who after. So, um, one of the questions he had said was like, which of your two kind of business ventures, this or the art? has been more profitable because it sounds like this is really taking off. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. You don't have to give numbers or anything, but yeah. just in terms of like, what does that look like from a business From a like business standpoint, standpoint yeah. from a business standpoint, like, like it's, it takes a lot more effort to sell, like, let's say like one person, a $10,000 item than it takes to sell multiple people a $25 item and then totally. make the 10000 Yeah, because I guess it's just totally different marketplaces because it's yeah, like, it is. Th- because of the price points. Because mm-hmm. art is a very like, it's like a, it's luxury. a luxury item. Yeah, exactly. it's, yeah, it's yeah, a luxury yeah. item, um, especially like in the quarantine right now. Like it's really hard. For people to afford it. Yeah. 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 I mean, there there are definitely like, you know, like the 1% in the world, but like I kind of am enjoying catering to the rest of the world. The product that we made. 100% no pun intended. (laughs) Sorry. Should I say 99? Yeah. But like, you know, like I like, I like catering like to, you know, the idea of our product is like we live in LA. So there are places Mm -hmm. in LA where you can go get a tooth gem for like $200 or you could go get highlights for like $600 or something. You can always find the most expensive thing in LA. Yeah. And it's like, but you know what? Like, that's a very specific bubble that we live in. And I want to be able to cater to, you know, like the little girl who's living, you know, in like the middle of the country. And like, she wants a tooth gem, like, you know, her she favorite 
TikTokers wearing star. two gems Aww. and she wants it Where is she going to get it? Definitely. Like there are products on the market that like should be accessible to people who can't spend $250. And the fact that you guys even like weren't really wanting to pay that and then the right. fact that you guys got so much demand straight away shows that it was like this hole in the marketplace that you guys filled in. So that's amazing. It, right. It it's was. Like, like it, we, we could have charged more but like I, I think coming from a place of like we mm-hmm. kind of are on so opposite end of the spectrum like coming from like a place of charging $10,000 for an item to charging $24.95. Wow. Diversity. Okay. It shows diversity in your guys mm-hmm. like abilities as you know professionals. It's like those products like the like the DIY like blonde hair or the DIY like you know like pink stuff. It's like you if or like you want at home like nail, nail kits, kit like all sort of, of that. That's totally. kind of like the vibe of what we're going for. I love that and I think it fits really well in with your guys like whole overall vibe like you guys you know the way you look right now you're very like 90s inspired you guys look younger you have a great amazing gen z audience who probably love the name and love the yeah. product so and, like, it's we definitely want to like we wanted to make a fun product like with them in mind you know it's like yes. we have we built this massive audience and so it's like why not like do something like fun that not only we love, but we right. know that they'll love too. Yeah. For the most part, like the happiest I am is when like our customers like email us. They're like, I'm obsessed. You know, like I didn't like my smile before and yeah. now I love my smile. Like it's, that makes totally. me so happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's something also to anyone listening, you know, just to put it out there. Anyone who's creating anything, like if you give them feedback, like positive, negative, mostly positive, that's the best feeling ever because you're like, okay, like I'm not doing this for nothing. Like mm-hmm. it's affecting people's lives. Like that's the most exciting part of it, totally, you know? So totally. that makes sense to me. Well, congrats. I'm so excited for you guys with everything with this. And obviously we'll plug at the end, do a promo code. It's going to be great. So now I want to move into, because I could talk to you guys for hours, not only because you're two of my favorite people ever and friends, but also because you guys have like a very extensive resume, right? So like you guys (laughs) have done done a lot. You've done the art. The art's amazing, beautiful. Honestly, kind of want to buy some for my new apartment. So we'll talk about that later. (laughs) And then you have all these shows you've done. So you guys got a feature on Instafamous, which was Mm -hmm. a Netflix series. You got an episode. People should watch that. It's all about them and their art process and all of that very informative very fun and it's a quick watch it's only like six minutes or something yeah, yeah like very minutes. digestible it's so funny like we didn't even know that was going to be on netflix what was the deal with that before we move on to x in the beach it actually had been for um like complex and go 90 right yeah, for go 90 and then i guess go 90 ended up selling like a bunch of their content to like dis- disbursements of places and so netflix ended up buying it was that so exciting for you guys yeah i mean well, all we didn't of a sudden even know we're getting no dms from us. like our instagram starts like blowing up and we're like what is happening and we got dms from like just fans saying like oh my god i loved you on netflix and i was like i'm on netflix yeah i spoke about this on this episode i did with rac who's this amazing musician i had on but literally the talent is always the last to know it's like insane to me it's people yeah. for example Same. like when i was in la acting i was in all these commercials i don't have a commercial reel because half of them i can't pin down and i'll right. like email them and i know they went live like i'll find them like years later but it's like it's so hard to get a 
hold of these people because you're at the bottom of the totem pole. Like even if you're the star, you're still at the bottom of the totem pole. Always. Well, it's also there's like so much other stuff going on probably for them where it's like totally like you don't realize like for you it's like ooh like like I got this my big moment yeah yeah Yeah. and it's like okay it's like they're probably one of a million projects yeah exactly it makes sense totally but that's Mm -hmm. so funny so what was like filming it like what was it fun Um, it was was actually fun it it was on our birthday Um, I saw that or like it says on it (laughs) we filmed it I think we filmed it in like 2016 on our birthday and mm -hmm. 2016 on our birthday crazy it was that long ago wow no way I think it was 2017 Maybe it was 2017. I just try and think based on who I was dating at the time. A great benchmarker of time. Seriously. No, Caitlin's right. Okay, fine. Anyways, 2017. So in 2017, you guys filmed it on your birthday. Like, how was it? Was it fun? How long did it take? It was like a whole day. day. It was a day thing. Yeah. But it was so fun. We went to go like to our other friends, um, Shelby and Sandy. They're artists also. And they're like brothers and they work together. And so we went to their studio and like we had some cake. We popped some champagne mm-hmm. it looked t- fun yeah. it, was, it was really fun also not to bring up your mom for like the 800th time but there's this shot of your mom standing in front of your guys like iconic painting where it's like the strawberry one strawberry yeah strawberries yeah so it's basically you guys like spreading your ass cheeks and you've what is it it's like chocolate and strawberries it was chocolate, chocolate syrup. syrup it was a painting that we made based on um a performance that Allie and I had done for one uh-huh. of our classes at NYU did you guys study art Art at NYU as well. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. We studied art. We both majored in studio art. So we did this performance piece where like we had Allie laying on a table like covered in toppings, and so then we wanted like and I had like the entire class like just yeah pour like whipped cream on me, yeah. pour like cherries on me. Amazing. It was, it was so, so much fun. Were you naked and, too? No, no I she was, was wearing like a little like silver bikini. I was wearing bikini. a silver bikini. I wanted to look like a spoon or like a little dish, you know? Yeah. Oh, cute. Like Love a little it. ice cream bowl. Yeah. And so then we wanted to like kind of take that moment and like. Mm-hmm. Transcend it even more because we only had like one photo from the event. So we're we like, should have recorded it. I know, but we didn't. So then, you know, we wanted to make a painting. We started playing around with like toppings and whipped cream and stuff. And I think it was over like Halloween and everyone was kind of out. We didn't maybe go out that year. And my mom was home and we're like, Mom, do you mind taking some photos for us? And- oh my God. So your mom took the photos. Iconic. Yeah. To go back to it really quickly, just so people know why I'm bringing it up. So she's standing in front of it and they're interviewing her for this for insta famous and she goes this is my favorite one and like it's mm-hmm. just such a cute moment but that makes sense if she was taking the photo that was based on yeah so she takes She's gonna the hijack photo my story now. and then she goes wait don't move she runs to the fridge and yeah. she brings out strawberries and she goes just place these right here she didn't put them up oh our butts. my god so it was her idea them. it was they were just like yeah they were just sitting they weren't like up whenever we say she put the strawberries up our butts people, people are like, think, like what? We butt- it's just to be funny i do the yeah. same thing i'll always like kind of exaggerate Andrea's story, but then people take it so seriously. I'm like, obviously that was for a fact because it sounded like, yeah. No, I don't have a strawberry butt plug up my butt. Like, it was literally just a, <laughs> a resting strawberry there. butt plug. Oh my God. I'm dead. Deceased. Incredible. Yes. So guys, for anyone listening who's trying to date the Kaplan Suite. So Lexi, you have a new Allie's, Yeah, Allie's single. Allie's single, but she won't use a strawberry butt plug. So don't get any ideas. Allie and I have never been single. Like at the same We were like, single for legitimately 
that. We were single for a fucking one month. One month. One month. One month. Was, we were oh single. my god! At the same time, was that yeah. that was recently, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was from like you know like three weeks before I've been our birthday now since until like, three weeks after our birthday. Yeah. Since okay. like the end of the, the end of June. Are you ever dating at the same time, or I feel like it's always one of you? So actually, it's so funny. Like yeah. I like kind of gave up on dating for an entire year just because yeah. like I was exhausted like I really just wanted to focus like on myself and it's it was honestly really good for me I've never really done it and I didn't really start dating it wasn't until Allie yeah. and her boyfriend broke up that she started dating like a fucking mad woman oh and my god so, I literally went on and oh I was my like, god was, was this like, the we boyfriend that I met the one from mm, the Shabbat no you didn't meet him no they okay, were together for one. four years this was like a quarantine was, like, relationship just the worst and so then this, she, was, this was like a quarantine relationship that turned real relationship for like a month oh you're talking about the most recent one got it yes cool yeah they were dating for like four months but so like as soon as they broke up I was like yay my sister we're gonna have girls nights and she's like bye I have a date I was like you have a date I'm like what about tomorrow I have a date you're like not dating still and she's already back in the game yeah Yeah. and I was like fuck I guess I'm gonna start dating so actually like my boyfriend his name is David also oh you guys so love your Davids your nice it's Jewish, it's boys. Jewish, Jewish Jewish nice Jewish, Jewish boys you love your what nice are you Jewish gonna boys? do yeah, yeah what are you gonna do so how do you guys meet so we met on hinge and amazing she, like, I met a guy on hinge recently too so yeah it's kind of nice I um, hate hinge you just congrats <laughs> to you guys we have both sides of the spectrum I mean I have hated hinge in the past but when you get the right person it's nice you know yeah it's Allie's like poking me under the table like but so basically like Mm -hmm. messaged me on hinge asked for my number it was like on our birthday and you know like we were partying so like I didn't respond yeah pretty recent and then um we went to Mastro's for our birthday dinner with like our family and I walk into the restaurant I'm like oh that guy's kind of cute and then I get a message on my hinge saying are you at Mastro's then oh, so you like, already matched. We already matched. We were talking oh on Hinge. She asked for my number. I didn't respond because, like, I guess I forgot. He, like, messaged me again, and he said, are you at Mastro's? I said, yeah, come say hi. So he came over said hi. My entire Aww. family's like, who the fuck is this person? I was like, Lex is like, hi, how are you? And I was like, do I know this guy? So you right? just like, didn't give them any warning? You're just like, come yeah. over. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't give I them like, any warning. This? I was being friendly, too. I'm like, hi, good to see you. Yeah, because you never know, like, when you know people or not. Yeah, to- oh, my God, I bullshit that all the time. Like, if someone acts like they know me, I just go with it. Because people get so offended, but it's they like, do. I don't mean it offensively. It's just like, especially when you meet people out. Right, anyways, you just don't continue. remember. You meet so many people. Allie was very, like, but friendly. My go to is always instead of saying nice to meet you it's nice, nice to, to see, see you, you because it makes all the difference in case you have met them so exactly. very smart well played Love yes. Yes. but yeah. he came over it was really like awkward like my family's mm-hmm. like how do you know him I'm like I don't really like whatever he's like I'll come back and say bye like before I leave I was like okay, okay. cool like I just texted you my number or whatever Cute. and so then like he ends up leaving but it's our birthday and you know we told him like we're here for our birthday mm-hmm. and so like we get like these three cakes sent over oh my Allie. god what is no, sweetheart well, if any straight men listen to this podcast unlikely but we'll see um no some <laughs> a few straight men listen mostly guys I love yeah, my gay men we love but those. um that is such a smart move like even if you can't afford to send cakes necessarily just send like two shots for you guys like that is so yeah, good like a drink like it's just like a nice little no, but, gesture this so, is the this is the 
best part. So though. so he sends the cakes and oh my like God, my I'm boyfriend so and the waiter's like, oh, like it's from you know that that yeah, the waiter goes from that gentleman over there. And I go, he sent you cake. Meanwhile, like I had just gotten like broken up with. I go, you Aww. literally don't even fucking know this guy, and he just sent you cake. I'm like, and he's nicer than my ass. Yes, yeah, so I'm like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? So I started She's like, where do you find oh these? I started men. hysterically crying. Started hysterically crying. No. It was, it was yeah. the, you were probably a little like tipsy. I too. was drunk and emotional. It was. Really You're like, nice. I wasn't tipsy. I was drunk. Let's call a spade a spade. Oh, I get that though. It's hard because it's like, I mean, every person and every relationship is different. Yeah. But like, it's tough when you've put in so much time and invested time in someone. Then like, someone else can just be so nice off the bat, and you're like, wait, why did I even like? What was I doing? Yeah. You know, it like puts things into perspective. Yeah. It definitely does put things. But he's so sweet. Yeah. He's keep a- him. David. You're David. Yeah, my David. He's very keep sweet. Him. He, so he sounds he's like also it. like a couple years younger than me. Cougar. Which like the guy I'm currently like kind of dating is a couple years younger too. Wait, no, I'm like, all about the cougar life. I'm so about it. So how old is the new guy that you're seeing? So the new guy, I'm 26 and he is 24, oh, but he's bitch, so same. mature, I so emotionally intelligent. I Let's go look at us. Look at us. Honestly, for some reason, the younger men yeah. are they're just so much more invested. Like I always dated like guys in like their 30s and like whatever. They're yeah. just like like I'm like, what's wrong with you? Why are you like, like why not- are you still single? Well, the thing is, I feel like guys are like on the whole just like more immature than girls. Mm-hmm. But like some guys, like especially in LA, never grow up. Like it doesn't matter if they're fucking 45 they're still trying to like get their rocks off oh of like Ali's ex-boyfriend like was 40 you know? fucking one like, yeah. and he still couldn't even like you know yeah couldn't like do like nice gestures yeah sure. yeah so it's all about emotional maturity totally. and how you're gonna treat someone and like I never am looking for the younger same. guys it's just like happened to happen for me but like literally same I'm not gonna go against it if they're being nice to me and they're being fun people I'm interested in especially since age is just a number age is just a number especially since Let's just talk about this for a second because I always have to have a feminist plug in this podcast. Especially since if the tables were turned, no one would think about it for a second. No, no. So, like, I get it that people are like, oh my God, he's younger, like, whatever. But at the same time, I'm like, this is such a double standard that's stupid. Like, at my exes, the one you know, Mm -hmm. Lexi, Christmas parties, like, back when we were dating, to be fair, it's like, it's a generational thing. Like, they didn't mean badly or anything, but like, his parents' friends would come up to me and he was a senior in college. and I was, as I like to call myself, a sophomore in life. Mm-hmm. So they would be like, oh my God, so are you like a freshman, sophomore? Like assuming I'm the younger right. one. And I was like, no, I actually graduated. You know, it's like, why do you, like, why is that your first assumption? assumption? And then they'd be like shocked, like, whoa, yeah. like well, I mean, older it's woman. Also, but you look so young, you know? So like, I'm, Thank I you. literally <laughs> said to Allie, I'm like, I feel like I'm 24 again. Like, I have you so much, did say that to I know, me. I, I like know. it. It's, it's nice. Fun. It gives you energy. It's fun. It's playful. It's good. Yeah. As long as they're not, like, showing immaturity, there's no. really no reason to avoid it. No, mm-hmm. I agree. I'm, like, all about it. Honestly, I don't, like Ali said, age is just a number. It's mm-hmm. just the person. That's it's all It's that the matters. way you, like, treat someone, right? It's all about, like, being with someone exactly. who, like, you treat them at a certain standard and they deliver that back to you. And it's it's literally age has nothing to do mm-hmm. with it. Exactly. And trust and, like, respect. Yeah, like, yeah it's all about there, respect. Then, like, 
fuck the rest. I agree, you know? yeah. Like, maybe don't date someone who's, like, you know, not, like... Keep it legal. Like, I'm not... Of age. Right, yeah, exactly. Keep it legal. <laughs> but, like, But, like, we're that, not promoting, like, being a pedophile or anything. Yeah, exactly. But otherwise, you know. Yeah, it's But we're not good. pedophiles. No. Just, no, we're not. Just, just to clarify. Anywho. So then for one last thing, and then I want to move into quarter-life qualms so we can talk about, you know, being in your 20s mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But for one last thing, I just want to say, since we're getting into dating, which I love, I love to... I could talk dating all oh, day. Oh, literally. I want to talk about your guys' experience on X and the Beach a little. Like, I want to know, how did you guys get into it? Was it fucking weird being with your ex? Also, before you respond, this was so funny, Lexi. I don't know if you remember. I was, like, one of the first people you saw after you got out of that experience. I'm sure I was, like, the weirdest person ever because, like... You were so cute because you were so excited. So, basically, we were at Equinox, and I was, like, changing, like, doing my hair or whatever. Oh, yeah. And you passed by me and you're like Caitlin it was like you were so starved for like outside people that you hadn't seen like literally like normalcy just a little bit of normalcy yeah Yeah, totally yeah no you were literally probably the first person I saw I think I was because you were like you were so excited and you told me I was at least I can't remember if you said first or one the first people yeah. you saw but you were like we haven't had our phones we've been like like obviously it was like a nice house you were staying in and stuff but you totally like had no contact I mean for anyone listening it's like being on the bachelor I'd assume you know it's yeah. like our bachelorette it's like you get your phones taken away you're just with this group of people you don't it's have your, like yeah. any like communication to the outside world you there's don't no know music no you don't TV. know any news there's like literally yeah nothing. which must be so so weird especially with the news portion since like news moves so quickly now with Instagram and stuff like yeah yeah it was really crazy so basically like you know like all you're doing all day long like your source of news is like everyone else's drama you know I guess that's why these things are oh so my amazing. god so then you get so much more invested in it too yeah because yes. exactly. you're in like this bubble it's like a it's like a scientific experiment honestly honestly totally. and it's like everyone else's business becomes your business it's like yeah. ooh, like Cam and Ariana's drama like all of a sudden like I'm gonna insert yeah. myself into that because like I have I have an opinion on it when right, like right. in real life it's like you would never do that to anyone right ever you just let people fucking live it's kind of your guys job too though because it's like part of like the whole fun of like any reality tv show you know oh that's that's the point that's i mean the that's, the, that's point. the point i mean okay so full disclosure did not watch all of it but i started watching mm-hmm. i've watched an episode and i'm hooked already so i will continue to watch I love- but in the episode i watched they're on season three i watched the fourth episode because they were like heavily featured on mm-hmm. it but there was this part i'm gonna fuck up all the names feel free to correct me I like can't remember names for the life of me in general but there was this one character this guy he just told this girl like I love you all this stuff then his ex comes on and they go down to this room that's called like SOS what was it Shack of Secrets Shack of Secrets it's so evil literally like this poor girl comes in she's like yeah I think I want to rekindle things with my ex was it Alexis was it Cam and Alexis yes 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 yes. and she comes in and they just play her her boyfriend says saying I love you or her ex whatever boyfriend saying to this girl I love you like shows them fucking shows them all this stuff oh oh okay so it was Cam it was Cam had a relationship with Gilles Gilles in it was the Cam house. and Gilles. yes yeah yes. and then and Alexis, Alexis comes in, in and she sees all that shit yeah it was so crazy so not only for people listening not only did like they show this girl the second she stepped into this house all this bullshit her ex had done but then on top of it 
They have speakers in the room, so hidden in listening. the room. So everyone's listening to this go down. I had like secondhand cringe. I felt so bad for her. Yeah. I like didn't know what to do. It was so rough. It was brutal. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when you're in the house, like everything, yeah. it's like, it's definitely not scripted. Like it's very, very real. Like all the emotions are real and all mm-hmm. that. I mean, like there are definitely like, you know, like moments where they're like, okay, like. Talk about this maybe. Or- Sometimes. Yeah. But it's also like, okay, like you three are going to the beach so this is what we're you know doing it's like definitely like there are producers on set like it's fun it's mm-hmm. cool it was definitely an experience I don't know if I would do it again I wouldn't do it again not not without <laughs> a phone I would do a dating show probably but I would not do it without a phone also because your phone is a lot of your guys business so mm-hmm. that must have been tough in that regard it was like also like tough Allie and I like I had never done mm-hmm. a reality house TV show before and a lot of the people were coming from like previous shows like are you the one yeah. and like right. all this other stuff so, so like Everyone knew everyone, and we were like, what are you guys talking about? And also, you were like, hello, here we are. We're artists. What's happening? Yeah, <laughs> and also, like, in the beginning, everyone's like, oh, like, Dis- like they'd call us Disney Channel because we were nice. Nice to people? Like, yeah. Okay, us- like, sorry, that's so crazy. Right. Like, I'm like, God I'm like forbid. what are we on, Baz Girls Club over here? Like, yeah, calm, like, calm down, you know? Some reality people seem chill, and I'm sure you guys made friends from it, and then others, I'm just like, they have their own set of morals and, like, craziness. Yeah, Shannon, Anthony, Cam, Ariana, totally. like, still very close with Aubrey like I saw her a while ago I haven't spoken she's to her. a sweetheart she's a sweetheart and mm. then like you know obviously like Max like I'll hit up from like time to time and say like yeah hi, but hi. I have to keep watching because I'm not as familiar with okay, names so as I should be I'm but gonna, I'm sure your fans will yeah, listen I won't and give, I won't give anything away then cool unless cool. you have other questions <laughs> no but then just to back it up a little bit so like if you guys could explain first of all like how were you guys recruited for this and then secondly like just if you guys could kind of give like the listeners an idea I mean I think it's pretty obvious X on the beach like the name says it all but like an idea of what the show was exactly what the experience was like I'd just love to hear about that basically the concept is, is that you're stuck in a house with a bunch of single people and then slowly but surely everyone's X <laughs> starts coming arrive. and then their ex Amazing. starts coming. It's like a train of exes. So, so it just keeps getting more and more complicated because people keep getting with other people and then the exes come. Exactly. So like... Sounds like hell. So I... It <laughs> was... Well, I was actually in a relationship at the time. And like... Wow. Everyone in the house knew it, but they kind of made it seem like I was single the whole time. But also everyone in the house also was in a relationship. Everyone in the house was, I mean, I'm not even kidding. So were all the exes coming on just like their relationships? No, like, I mean, like, listen, like, literally, I'm not going to, like, name names or anything. But, like, you know, like, Allie was in a relationship and she was the only honest one who was, like, I'm in a relationship. someone in the house or something? There were, were, like, a couple people in the house who had, like, boyfriends. Allie, were you in a relationship with someone in the house? Not no, in, the not in the house, outside, at, outside the house. So you were outside, got it, got yeah. it. Yeah, okay, cool. yeah. Um, Just to clarify. I mean, I was single, but like, you know, like I, they invited out, like, you know, it's like the twin thing. We're twins. They wanted, you guys are a package deal. Exactly. They wanted you both. Exactly. Yeah, totally. So like, you know, like keep watching and um, see yeah, what I'm not going to give you any oh more spoilers. Oh my God, spoilers. I'm so excited. Yeah, we're not going to give any spoilers. Um, How did it happen? I think um, someone messaged us on Instagram, Instagram and they were like, you know, like, would you be interested in this? And we're like, They yeah. just DM'd you? Yeah, they DM'd us and they're like, okay, cool. Like, you know. We went through like the casting process. Yeah, definitely 
everything. It's a casting process. It's so funny how much business these days happens through DMs. Like, I DM half my podcast guests, Everything. You know? Like, I mean, yeah. you know, like, it's... I feel like there's even no need, like, for, like, agencies anymore. Or, mm-hmm. like... I know. It's agents. like, cut out the middle, man. Literally. I mean, my agent friends will hate to hear this, but, <laughs> of course, it's still good for some things. Like, you know, getting deals together, etc. The big ones. But, like, like, the big ones. The big ones. Yeah, but in terms of, you know, small stuff like that and, like, me getting podcast guests, like, yeah, like, it's it's, so it's much become easier. a form of networking. Right. It's amazing. You just go right to the talent. Totally. Like, like you can DM anyone and, like, the chances mm. they'll respond to you are pretty high. I mean, unless you're, like, Selena yeah. Gomez or someone, like, I'm exactly. sure, you know. Unless like, you're someone who's getting, like, team behind so her. many. But, yeah. you know, like, exactly. someone, like, you know, like, all the influencers out there, it's just, like, you go Even right to Even us, like, people will come to us directly. Like, right, slide in the DM. Slide in the DM. Slide into their DMs. They're saying it now. They're saying it here now. <laughs> just do it. Amazing. Well, everyone watch X on the Beach. It's on MTV. Really well done. It's really well shot, actually. It was honestly, it was, like, it, yeah. was, it was fun. Like, it was definitely an experience. Like, you know, I, I, that's all I got for that. <laughs> it's classic reality TV at its best. Yeah. Like, yes. it has all the tropes. It's very, it's very fun. Okay, so now, I mean, I could go on with you guys literally forever. This is so fun. But now I'm going to get into quarter life qualms. Mm-hmm. So quarter life qualms is kind of where we, like, address the main theme of the podcast, which is, like, being in your 20s, navigating transitions, get a little deeper. So I'm just going to ask you a few questions about that. And, yeah, let me know what you guys think. Yeah, love it. Okay, so for the first question, I was wondering, how does your guys' current path differ from the one you initially set out for yourselves after graduating college? Wow. 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 I Okay, I think after graduating college, I think I was definitely, like, a bit more wild. I think moved to L.A., mm-hmm. totally drank the Kool-Aid here. Like, loved going out to parties and having <laughs> my photo taken and, like, and like seeing Paris Hilton at a party or, like, the Wheatley, you I know, mean, like, Drake. I still love like, that. No, I still oh love that. Oh, my God. That. I would – I'm so excited for Paris Hilton's documentary. I know, oh, yeah. Same. I mean, it's still exciting when that happens, but it it's, like, you, you fun, go to, like, so many of these things, it's, like – Okay, mm-hmm. you know, like the high kind of like wears off a little bit. Totally. Also, it gets old. I'm yeah. tired. I love how you guys keep saying that. It's Lexi. Because I'm, I'm the same way. Well, it's a perfect time to be tired during quarantine, right? Yeah. yeah it's a, It's honestly like a little reset. No, but like, it's, it's more just like I feel like as I like go more towards like my 30s and like exiting my like mm-hmm. 20s. Early 20s. Like I just kind of feel 20s. like I just have so many different things that I want to do. And I don't know that necessarily like being in the spotlight is like as important to me as it once was like that's why even with Gemsies, we yeah. didn't say like by the Kaplan twins like our name isn't yeah on there which all. is how you know I didn't realize right like, it makes sense so like yeah. I think I kind of like I think we discussed it we kind of wanted it to like live on its own yeah we just wanted to make like a really great product that just like for a lot of our early 20s and even in the beginning of our art career was like a lot uh-huh. about like us and going out and this and that whatever and, totally. and like and I think like you know the more like I do it, the more I'm like, wait, I actually just like miss just like the moments of like, you know, like just painting for like me and Instead not yeah, the actual process right. and not like the hype around. Yeah. Right. And like yeah. just doing things for me. And like even with Gemsies right now, I think like mm-hmm. the most fun thing about it is like being on the other side for once, like being on like the business side being of it. Being on the side where like we can reach out to influencers and say, hey, do you want to promote our product? It is fun. It gives you a lot of like... When I reach out, like I've started reaching out for sponsors and stuff, and that's something I've been 
been doing as of late because before I was more focused on getting the content down, mm-hmm, the people mm-hmm. down, et cetera. And I'm still working on that. But like it really does make you feel empowered and like you're really getting a handle on, you know, the business side of things when you reach out to people about sponsoring, whatever. Right. Like it's really it's a good feeling. So I totally understand. Yeah. And like, you know, like I think also like I don't know, like definitely like early 20s, like Ali said, we were like definitely definitely wild really, I've had some fun times with yeah, you, yeah I mean, for sure. it's hard to pinpoint because now it's like things aren't even open so there's not even a chance to like be wild but also like it's nice to mm-hmm. take the time to just realize like it's kind of nice to like pause a little take bit a yeah. yeah yeah I agree I think a lot of people I mean not everyone obviously it's like like it's really sad for kids like who are entering college yeah or age groups but I think for our age group like I think that's a sentiment that a lot of people including myself definitely feel it's like it's nice having a reset and not having like FOMO all the time or pressure to exactly. be like going 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 exactly you know? it helps with focus on work and career which is and even just getting clarity like that's kind of why I started this podcast like I think it's so interesting that we were kind Kind of forced to take this time to like reflect on ourselves and our lives and, and, yeah. it's, totally. and it's so important because like we had been non-stop for like the past like literally years, seven years yeah. never took a break you know no, what I mean never and so like now it's like nice for us to be like okay like let's pause on our art for a little bit and like try something else that's like not really surrounded by like hype or press or you know like or that network. world yeah that right. world that world so it's definitely exciting to like take Just a break from new, it and yeah. have a new venture I totally feel that and that's kind of what it's been like for me I mean I say the same thing I'm taking a pause on, I'm not even totally taking a pause on acting right now mm-hmm. like I submitted an audition last week it's just like I'm way more focused on this right now yeah. that doesn't mean I won't do it again it doesn't mean I don't love it but it's like it's totally fine yeah. to like segue and do something else and like pause one thing and do something else it's like you're never really like burnt out like you can never be burnt out maybe you're just like you know you're, you're not if you're changing it up then yeah, you really don't it's burn exactly out. Yeah. it's not about being burnt out it's more of just being like unenthused with what you're doing at the moment and you have to look at that and be like you know what like I'm gonna take I don't have to keep pushing 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 because it's what I've been doing for the last seven years it's totally okay to hit pause and And then do something else and come back to it there's nothing wrong with it exactly nothing's permanent in life for better or worse yeah and like you really have to be honest with yourself I had the same thing like I love acting. Again, I'm still going to continue to do it. Maybe not as much. Like, it's not going to be at the forefront as much for me, at least right now. Who knows in the future? But, like, I was getting to the point where I felt like it was, like, sucking the life out of me. Totally. I'm going to all these auditions. I'm taking all this time. I'm putting all this makeup on. Just have other people, like, judge me and maybe not even appreciate my time and effort. Versus for this, it's like I have control over it. I can, like, it's me. It's, like, my baby, you know? So it's, like... I totally relate. And and like yeah. you're allowed to pause, you're allowed to stop. It's definitely not failing. Like there's no failing. It's just like you're allowed exactly. to like please yourself sometimes. Right. Exactly. Be selfish. Like that's something I totally try to say on the podcast. It's scary to be like, you know what, like I love painting, but I think I have to stop for a little bit. It's like also it's like being, you know, like in any type of creative field and just constantly having to churn stuff out which is what we said earlier it's like it right gets and, very and it got tiny. it got like to a point where it was almost like people expected it of us like when are you doing another show when are you making more art like where's the it's art like fucking well, it's like, like pressure especially if you guys aren't like totally authentically 
feeling it right. at that point in time. It just, that's when I think people need to like, and it's so hard as you were saying, Lexi, it's so hard to have that conversation with yourself mm-hmm. when like, since you were little, you envisioned yourself doing this one thing. Like it's hard to like sit down with yourself almost and be like, okay, maybe right now in this moment, that's not what I need to be doing. Right. And that's okay. Like who cares what other people think? Who cares what other people want me to do? I'm going to listen to my gut. And like, I always try to like hammer that home on this podcast. Cause I think it's so important. And I think it's actually something that almost every guest I've had on can relate to because I our generation is really has been good about breaking from the mold of our parents' generation mm-hmm. where it's like, you have to do this one thing and follow this one like very Path forever. structure. Yeah, and, totally. yeah, it's like, we're much better at being like, okay, like I change, maybe my career path changes a little we're bit and that's fluid. okay. It's totally fine. Yeah. And it's never- We're more fluid in all the ways. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so my next question is, what is one of the most difficult things that you've both experienced in your 20s? And have you, either of you, ever had a quarter life crisis a difficult thing we've experienced I think the most difficult thing that I experienced in my 20s was my relationship with Allie and that was when she was dating you know like her ex-boyfriend at the time yeah uh, we were not friends for like a solid three years that which was is tough yeah which is crazy because three years and you're working together yeah right, and so, so it's like no one on really persona where we're like best friends and we're this duo and we're working together but then like uh-huh. behind the the scene of it yeah behind the scenes it's like we were really the only time we ever talked to each other was like when we were painting at work when was this if you don't mind me asking this is like the last like three years like literally yeah like now it's better I think oh, Lexi's yeah. exaggerating a bit. I'm it not exaggerating years, It was two years. It was not two years. It was totally three years. It I could tell you. Either way, two years, three years, that's a long time for you guys to be doing that. Yeah. It, it's when her boyfriend got uh, a new roommate, a friend of ours, and he and I became friends. And so then I started like hanging out with him. We were all like in the same apartment and like mm, that bothered mm-hmm. him. And then like all just fucking shit hit the fan. So trust me, it was three years. Either way, like that was really challenging for me. Can we just like me. call it two and a half years? No, I'm, it, no, you're invalidating as fuck, man. Like, Sorry. Are you? So you're invalidating me too, Lexi. I'll give you a timestamp. Caitlin's like, stop fighting. <laughs> anyway, whatever. It doesn't matter. Basically, like, it was really difficult for me to, like, work with someone every single day who, like, was not the same person to me and just, like, who I did not have a relationship with. Like, we both really hated each other. Like, mm-hmm. her, this guy definitely drove a huge wedge in between us, kind of isolated her from, like, all of her friends, all of her family, and just, like, you know, like, kind of convinced her that I was, like, the devil you know like I don't even yeah yeah. so it was very like it was it was bad it was I like I lost my like it felt like I had lost like the other half of me because like in one hand like you know like we'd work together and we'd get along there but like anything like socially or personally like we we didn't want to hang like it was just like a very Mm. weird relationship for me very sad and but you know I kind of came out stronger on the other end because like I became incredibly like independent and learned how to just kind of like do things for myself and you know like navigate life that way so that was kind of that was definitely hard for me yeah um but now we're we're fine and yeah, we're fine now we're, best learned, friends we're now. never gonna let a guy come in between Aww. us yeah, ever again that's it like no man is ever if i ever date us. anyone that she hates i'm like done you're dead like gone i don't even care and yeah you know vice versa and if lexi's ever like ally like cut like that guy's no good i'm like fine bye oh my god i really like i love you guys opening up about that and i appreciate it i think that's really sweet and like I think that's important too because I you know when people see you guys you have like this you know Instagram perfect life and like you seem like your best friends and co-creators but you are but like at the same time it's nice to know that like nothing's perfect yeah and that everything goes through 
ups and downs. Oh, we were literally in couples therapy. Yeah, we do. Oh my God, I love it. Yeah. But also that story, like even if, you know, there are non-twins listening Mm -hmm. or whatever, like I think it's so enlightening for anyone listening because I, for example, two weeks ago had this guest on. Her name's Kate Nichols. She's amazing. But we were talking about us having like been in toxic relationships Mm -hmm. and like what that looks like. And like, I think even you saying, Lexi, your experience and Allie, what you were kind of going through with like having this guy, you know, isolate you from your friends and family. Like it's really something that happens more than people talk about. Totally. Because you don't realize it. It was was so tough too. Like I found myself constantly like in this divide. Like do I choose my boyfriend or do I choose my sister? And then like. Which is horrible. You should never be in that position. Never. I'm in this awful place where like I'm like trying to navigate like what like both relationships relationships because like at the end of the day it's like, like you can't win I couldn't you can't win, win. I yeah. couldn't win yeah. and like both you shouldn't have to choose one relationship or the other everything should be like exactly. easy your life should just be made right, easier right. not harder and, by and a it relationship wasn't, and it wasn't so like at the end of the day for me I'm like I can't I totally. was like I can't do this anymore like yeah. I need my life to be easy like my family is everything to me and if like my family mm. is also saying to me Allie like this is not this is not good. Like, this is not right. Like, of course, I'm going to listen to my family. I mean, like, definitely, like, it was weird because we, like, we're still, like, we still love each other. Obviously, we're sisters. We're best friends. Yeah, you're never not going to love each other. But, you know, like, working together, like, it was fun. But then we'd, like, you know, something in our personal lives would happen. And then it would affect our work Work day. And we'd always be, like, let's keep work and personal life. Like, we have to try and keep it separate. But, like, Like, how how do you do that? How do you do that when you're twins? And when you live together. Especially when you're, yeah, when you're twins. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just like really hard to like try and keep like two different worlds like my personal life and my work life I was like it should be the same you know and it was like Mm, it was hard it was separate yeah Yeah. no that sounds hard but you know everyone goes through shit especially in their 20s which is partially why I started this and like it sounds like even though it was like not an ideal time and maybe it went on a little longer than you would have liked it to it sounds like you both learned something from it Mm -hmm. which is so important like Ali it sounds like you learned about the types of people you should be dating which I've gone through like Mm -hmm. I totally relate to that and then for you Lexi you've always had this other half and it taught you how to be like independent Mm -hmm. and like not have to rely on her sometimes which is also like so healthy and good so I feel like in the end like I'm sure you guys are so much closer now especially if you've done therapy oh my god we're so much closer we literally we literally were driving today and we look at each other we're like I can't believe we weren't you know like I can't can't believe I hated you yeah Yeah, you're like what the fuck was that and like we even said we're like even if it was like two three years whatever we want to call it like there she goes look at her caving she's not right but like I'll say to make her happy but like that's called compromise exactly Exactly. but like even if it is like you know like we're 27 years old like we're twins like we've literally grown up together we're best friends it was like a blip in life you know it was a blip exactly it's such a small in the long run it's such a short period of time and it taught you both something so like in the end like that's life and like I think every type of really close relationship especially like I'm an only child I can't imagine being a twin you always go through like people are people everyone has their own shit everyone has their own preferences they're like small pet peeves you Mm -hmm. know like everyone's gonna go through like 
a blip, as you guys said, in the relationship. But it's just, it's so nice to hear about that. And um, I'm sorry you had to go through it, but like, I'm so glad you're on the other side. Yeah. No, it, it makes you, every, everything, everything in every life, like, it makes you stronger. Like, no regrets in life. Exactly. It, everything no is regrets. A, no regrets. Everything is a learning experience. And like, had it not been for like, you know, like that relationship, like, who, like, who knows where we'd be? Like, who knows? Who so, you'd be dating, Allie. Also, like, I think it's so important. I mean, I had a somewhat toxic relationship that I, again, talked about on that episode with Kate. But um, the older you get, the more you realize, like, not to put up with that kind exactly. of Exactly. Right. Sometimes you need to go through the bullshit to get that. You yeah. Totally, you need totally. to be like, you need to, like, let things slide. And it's like, why, and then it's like, why, why did I, I let, let that it slide? slide? It bothers me. And you're like, okay, like you the know the red what? flags. You learn to, like, accept. You learn, you learn the red flags, like, the back of your hand. Yes. That's the thing. And then even with the good guys, because no one's going to be perfect, right. right? Even with the good guys, if they do something, maybe it's not a huge red flag. Maybe it's like a small one. You just note it. You note it and you see if it becomes a pattern uh-huh. and you just become way more in like cognizant with of yourself it. Yeah. and your needs and how people are treating you. And it helps you grow as a person. Totally. Totally. Yeah. We were literally saying that today. It's like if you see these little things happen and it happens one time, two times, three, three times. Yeah, you keep like track. Done. Literally. Like done. I got this advice from another podcast I listened to, mm-hmm. but she was like, when you're dating, well, she she was actually more saying this for gaslighters, which is more like our old relationships, I'm <laughs> assuming, Allie. But like, oh yeah, such a gaslighter. Yeah, such a, ga- fuck the gaslighters. No, Literally. no gaslighters. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Gaslighters are canceled. I don't like cancelate culture, but gaslighters can be canceled, canceled along with canceled. like Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Anyways, but, um, but she was saying like, keep a journal, like kind of say what they said so that they can't contradict you and you have like written proof. I think the same could advice could be given to any relationship. Good things, bad things. Just like make note of things so you can look back and be like, oh, I, like I liked this. this. I didn't like this. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to like be awkwardly writing down like every conversation. But if you just like once in a while make little notes, I think it can like help you, you know, learn and grow from totally. And learn what you like. And it's like every relationship exactly. is like a mirror, you know. It's like it's totally. a self-reflection. It's more for you to reflect on than anything exactly. else. Or even if you're not like a journaler because I know like even I... I like I'll like feel like oh, that's too much whatever like maybe just take a second if you're like having a reflective day or you go through a bad breakup or like a weird situation just like write down things that are priorities for you and things that are like deal breakers for you you know just stuff like that can be so helpful to just like take inventory with yourself mm-hmm. yeah so definitely. so yeah I think um, that's awesome. I'm so glad you guys like hey, grew from that us. and are past it. Look yeah. at you. You're so cute. You guys are fucking adorable. <laughs> we, and we also, it's so crazy. Like I would say we rarely fight anymore. No, we rarely. Like, there like you go. little bickers, like little, little ones, bickers, like, but like. Well, yeah. you guys are si- like, not only are you twins, but you're siblings. So you're going to have like. Bickers. Yeah. Right, that's right. like, oh, Allie, like that's my show. No, it's not. Like, you know, like shit like that. Like compared to the <laughs> Two stuff years, that- three years. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. <laughs> Two years, three years. <laughs> exactly. Okay. And then the last question question for quarter life qualms is and I like to ask every guest this on the podcast because I think it's a fun one is when you're both feeling overwhelmed by life or stressed out by something what is something you would both turn to in order to relieve your stress wine (laughs) no literally people get people get so nervous they're like can we say wine it's like yeah you can say whatever you want it's your answer you know yeah Yeah. literally wine wine (laughs) wine also like (laughs) 
I think it's just like you. you know, I I what kind of wine also? Red, red wine. wine. Oh my god, red. Ooh, Ooh, red, red, wine, red wine. Red wine is actually like it's calming. Like it's meant like it does it calm you it down. It calms your nerves. Yeah. yeah, and it's good for your heart if you don't do it in excess. Like red wine. Like it just depends on like music. What's just me just out. Like, like, like chilling out, watching a movie. Like to do anything to like get out of my head and like to just stop thinking about whatever it is that's stressing me out. Like I love movies. What kind of movies do you guys watch? Like anything. Anything. I love, like, like, like garbage movies. They're Lexi, so fun. Like a rom-com. rom-com. I can see I, you guys being big rom-com girls. Do you ever like turn on Mary Kay Ashley in this day and age? Oh or God, no? Always. Yes, I really, I feel like I watched like Our Lips Are Sealed like a week ago. I'm not even kidding. Wait, I need to rewatch them. It's been so long, but I was obsessed with them growing it, they're up. They're really fun. And now that I've said this, I need to hijack your guys' moment to answer this and with my own story. And I apologize, but I just need to throw this in here at some point. And this is the perfect timing. I feel like I've told you guys this since it's happened, but just for the listeners, like you guys with the Mary Kane Ashley thing, obviously you're not Mary Kane Ashley, but you're twins, you're blonde, you're cute, blue eyed, mm-hmm. whatever. Like right. there are similarities. Right. Small cute fun size whatever so this was in like 2018 I want to say we were we we actually saw each other both Coachella's that I went I only went two years but I saw you guys both years yeah the first year that I saw you guys I was I don't know if I'm allowed to say this but like hopefully I won't get arrested whatever tripping balls on Molly I wasn't tripping like I wasn't like hallucinating but you know yeah, I was on Molly. Molly I was like Molly. I was happy yeah. I was touchy all? I was excited yeah, I know like all? what is who doesn't do Molly at Coachella I don't right. know right. I mean I guess sober people teachers on yeah. whatever anyway so I'm on Molly and I see you guys and like you come up say hi to me to some of our other friends and I'm not like hallucinating it's not like I'm like I'm seeing things like whatever right but in my heart of hearts I just had the feeling of utmost contentment and I was like, these are the Kaplan twins. But like, as far as I'm concerned right now, this is Mary Kate and Ashley. It's and so I'm hanging out with Mary Kate and Ashley. And I, this is the best day of my life. And I'm so cool. And so are oh, Mary Kate and Ashley slash the Kaplan I twins. I love like, that. It was so funny. We took a picture and I'm in between you. And yes, I'm going to use it as promo for this episode. I am smiling. Like if you look at my smile, right, I'm like a cloud nine. It's like me. I'm like towering over you guys too. And like I'm I, so I honestly, happy. We literally had our wisdom teeth taken out. Cause like my Ugh. dad, I was like to my dad, like we're going to Coachella and you know like mm-hmm. we have to do all this stuff with Ugg like uh, I was like dad like will we be healed in a week like we gotta go to Coachella and he's like you'll be fine and literally like and my weren't. mouth was so swollen like you could barely tell but like for me like you could tell and I was just like oh yeah God, I can't I tell in the pictures at all nor could I in person but that sounds unenjoyable okay. I like couldn't even smile I was like ow it was so bad oh my God okay so Final answer, and then we're going to move on to a fun game, um, which I'll tell you about in a second. Final answer is wine and movies. Wine and movies. What about, wa- what about wine and movies? How we de-stress. Oh, yeah. Wine and movies. And there was another. Oh, this is another. <laughs> I mean, this is another thing that I also like say to myself. It's like a little mantra. Like sometimes I'll wake up in the middle of the night and just have so much anxiety about something. And I'm like, I got to fix this. I got to fix this. And then I'm like, okay, you know, like here I am in my nice, cozy, warm bed. Even if I wanted to do something right now, there's nothing I could do about it. So I just have to go to sleep and get a good night's sleep so that way I could properly handle it in the morning. And like that's kind of sometimes. Sleep is everything. You just have to like, you just have to keep like telling yourself like it'll all work itself out. Like don't stress calm down like you know what I mean and also it sounds like you put in perspective a little bit you're like yeah like 
I have things to be genuinely stressed about, whatever. But at the same time, I'm so lucky. I'm in this nice bed. I'm in this nice house. Like, I'm safe. I'm fine. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, is it really that bad? Probably not, you know. Let's see tomorrow once I've slept and then we can reevaluate. Yeah, I like that advice. I think that's really good. Okay, amazing. Okay, so now we're going to move on to our last segment, which is a game Mm -hmm. called 7T Questions. So T-E-A. So this is 7T Questions, but it's the twin edition because it's you two mm-hmm. and um it's featuring listener and fan questions that i got from my instagram also i'm trying to you know take like a note out of your guys book or whatever the phrase is i mess up all my idioms that's like the new thing i've discovered <laughs> on this podcast it's all good a page out of page, your book a page it. i was gonna yes, say that page. Got yeah. it. i honestly oh, had no idea what it me. was anyway so that's why i was like eh, it's good good job well what i was gonna say is i need to like start promoting and like connecting to my listeners more and make more of a community out of it because I think that's so important Mm -hmm. so um I've decided that I'm going to call them since this is what the fuck's up podcast I'm gonna call them the little fuckers and I'm the motherfucker I I love love that okay so this is the question from the little fuckers and the Kaplan twin fans let's go Okay, number one, we were kind of just talking about this, so I love it. What was your favorite Mary Kane Ashley movie growing up? Ooh, 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 Billboard Dad. I was gonna say Billboard Dad. Yeah, Billboard Dad. Really? That's so. I thought I was so gunning for like Passport to Paris or something. No, it was definitely either either Billboard Dad or Holiday in the Sun. Holiday in the Sun. Holiday in the Sun's really good good too. Yeah. I remember thinking the guys were so cute. I like need to rewatch. Or honestly, our lips are sealed. Is I because I saw that like (gasps) iconic. The outfits in that movie are fucking iconic. Okay, so the second of the 70 questions is, how advanced is your twin speak, a.k.a. can you read each other's minds? Um, No, no, we can't can't read minds, but, like, when mm -hmm. we are asked questions we'll, we'll say the same, same thing time. at the same time mm. the exact same way sometimes so it's like you're time. you're lined up actually like it's like weird like little things will happen like yeah. today in the car I looked at Allie and yeah. I said hi best friend and then I said it in German because we studied in German I said my Lieblingsfreunde and she goes I was, I was gonna, gonna say, say that. that and you know wow. like little things like that so happen. it's like you guys are just it's not like your mind readers you're just super in sync yeah exactly Okay, the third question. Well, I kind of asked this already, Mabby. How did you get TikTok famous and how the fuck does TikTok work? So it sounds like you guys were kind of saying just like putting out a lot of videos. It's It's literally just like consistency with videos, right? Like we did like five to eight a day, trending sounds, trending hashtags. You just have Uh to be on it. It's all about consistency. You have to keep going. Yeah. Okay, good to know. Fourth question. Do you ever get attached? Like now that you guys are into famous, whatever, just, you know, plug in the thing again Mm -hmm. and have all these followers on these various platforms. Do you ever now get attached to how many likes a photo or a video? gets do you get sad if you get less likes or views than usual not I really could, I literally could not care less like I don't okay that's count, refreshing I don't that's count the likes yeah. anymore I don't post content Smart. because I think it's gonna get liked like I used to think so much about that and I just realized it stressed me out like it made me sad I just like and everything it's not good for your mental health everything yeah. is very not, fleeting yeah. too like there's gonna be like something new like in literally five seconds like that's how ADHD we all are it's today like, it's, it's like so yeah our generation literally yeah. and Gen Z's you put yeah. that photo up you put so much con- there's and so much content into it. but like think about how many things you're scrolling and liking like I don't remember half the shit I saw on Instagram today right half the 
shit you liked. Exactly. Yeah, yeah no, it's so true. And I, I was kind of telling my friend Abella about this today because he actually put out a TikTok. It was like this really great dance he did to mm-hmm. tap in with two of my other friends. One of them was actually Teague. Shout out Teague. Uh, she was the first guest I ever had on this podcast. And the other was his friend Nadia, who's very talented as well. But he put out this video and he was, before he put it out, he was trusting so much. I was like, Abella, I get it because I've had the same thing with like tweets or videos mm-hmm. I've done or podcast episodes, especially in the beginning. But I think you get to a certain point where you're like, I can do as much as I can do before it comes out. And then I just need to let it go. Like once it's out there, it's out there. And I have no control. Right. And then you can't like dwell on it. No, you gotta just exactly. like Exactly. I'm like, just, you gotta if you don't move like something, on. just like delete just it. Delete it. Like, like no, yeah, it's like, remember. it's not the end of the world. No one cares. This is like a life lesson you get in your 20s. No one cares as much as you. Exactly. Right. People care, but no one cares as much as you. And then also it's like, yeah, you don't want to, especially if it's something creative, like these TikToks are like, if it gets to the point where like, you caring about the likes or like the outcome overrides the experience of it, then it's not worth it. Right. I totally agree. So yeah. Okay. I love that answer. The fifth question is what are your guys feelings on plastic surgery and getting work done, especially now that you both live in LA? Um, um, I honestly I'm for, like do whatever makes you happy yeah. like I don't care I I'm, agree, not, yeah. I'm not here to judge people I've done lip fillers totally. like that's yeah, the most I've, that I'll I do tried I've done Botox. Botox one time I didn't like mm-hmm. it because I literally couldn't move my forehead and I hated it but like <laughs> definitely tried the you fillers you guys are expressive I love too, fillers yeah. fillers are yeah. like in my lips I've done them in my lips and then I also did a little bit of my smile line um, but um, yeah I'm all for like you know people like tattoos people like coloring their hair people like piercings like whatever makes you happy. feel better about yourself mm-hmm. go for it I'm not here to judge. Yeah. Totally. I agree with you. And like something that I, are those the dogs? The dogs yeah. are oh, so funny. No, don't worry about it. Doggies. Oh, that worked. That worked. Wow. Look at you guys. Fucking dog whispers. <laughs> but yes. So basically um, something I heard recently, and this has always kind of been my philosophy on it, but I never really knew how to like perfectly put into words, but I thought whoever said it, I honestly forgot who it was, said perfectly. But basically is that like, If this is going to make you happier, then go for it. But make sure that you've done the inner work, like the work on yourself before you do the outer work. Yeah. So that's what I think it really is. It's like if this is genuinely going to make you happy and you're not going to get addicted to it and you're not going to like do it because you think it's going to change your life and make you a happier, better person, then do it. Like for other people. Don't do it for other people. Do it for yourself. Don't do it for for your Exactly. Do it for yourself. Yeah, exactly. Amazing. I love that. And I love that you guys are so open about it because I think it's like important for people to know that like, I don't know. I I think it's so annoying, like not to throw shade at anyone, but to like kind of throw shade on people. But like, I think it's so annoying when people lie about it. When these huge, like Bella Hadid, for example, I think she still hasn't admitted she's gotten shit done. She clearly has like the threading in her eyes because she she looks like. I mean, look, she's stunning and she's gorgeous, but she could easily say. But just admit you did stuff to yourself. Like you don't look the same. It creates also like unrealistic beauty standards for like all young kids. For these girls looking up yeah. to her, they're like, wow, she's so pretty. Why am I not that pretty? It's like, well, it's that meme. It's like, you're not, ugly, no one's ugly, just, just broke. Just oh broke. my God, that's so funny. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, I think it's totally fine if you're going to do it, but especially if you, like, I love that you guys are open about because you have a following. And I think that's so important because, like, when people, especially at that level, like, deny that they've done anything, it sets this totally unrealistic precedent and standard. Mm-hmm. And I think that could be, like, really harmful for yeah. young girls. Yeah, look at like, 
look at Kylie yeah. Jenner. She told everyone she got lip fillers. Then she made a fucking billion dollar company out yeah, of it. Yeah, who cares? Like, yeah. literally, who gives a fuck? Who cares? Exactly. And it's so funny. Like, a lot of the comments mm-hmm. on our TikTok, especially when we post, like, my mom is always like, fillers, Botox, fillers. And it's like, yeah, she's fucking 60. Of course, she has fillers and Botox. Otherwise, her skin would sag. Like, she's literally let my old. mom be. But, you know, live your truth. Do what you want. Just yeah. make sure you're doing the internal work, too, and yeah. make sure it's for you. Okay, love that. We're so on the same page about that. Um, okay, sixth question. So how do you guys at the end of your lives, not to get like really dark, but like how would you guys looking back want to be remembered? I just want to make an impact, like a positive impact on the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to, that's honestly like it. Any like, way, and, like it doesn't have to be like, you know, mm-hmm. curing some crazy, you know, like disease. Or, yeah, yeah, like nothing big, but like yeah. even with Gemsies, like, the fact that like someone can say to me like I didn't like my smile and now I feel so much more confident when I smile mm. because of your product that to me is like an impact yeah and I just want to like have like a nice like happy like fun like just like solid life yeah I think that's like sweet and it's simple but it's like beautiful and like yeah I think that is really what matters at the end of the day you want to be happy you want to have fun and you know live you life just to live the to make I think you happy COVID's like, like taught people that like so true I, like I feel like like it's made people so much more like YOLO-ish about it's life made people because like it's like more more like, like deeper deeper connections exactly. like it's not about yeah. like going to this place and getting a photo so everyone can fucking see it it's like about totally. like hanging with like the people who matter in life because when things like this happen when in the shit world. hits the fan you want to like, like who look you have back. like yeah. you see who's like there for you yeah mm-hmm. oh my god and this is so sad because i'm having so much fun but this is the final question of the 70 questions and it's if you met a genie today and were given only one wish jointly what would it be and why oh my god i'd want a time machine okay and really? what would you do with it where yeah. would you go do you agree, you Allie? You really want a time machine? It could get tricky. It could get dangerous, though. Like, you start altering the paths <laughs> and the butterfly effect happens. I don't know. Oh, my God. It's a butterfly Dad. effect. Uh, no, I, yeah, would definitely, so I would definitely want a time machine for sure. Really? Okay. Yeah, Lexi's okay. taking over, and she's saying time machine. Well, would you want it for your own life or to go to, like, different time periods? That's the question. First, I'd want a time machine, and then I would, like, see how it's built, and then I'd manufacture the time machines, and then I'd start selling the time machines. (laughs) Oh, my God. So you guys move from Gemsies to, like, or Gemsies, excuse me, to time machines. Cool. Yeah. I could control the world with my time machine. So Lexi is a god complex, and Allie's not sure about it. I'm not so sure, but I guess I'm along for the ride. So time machine. I guess. Look at that. The compromise is on point. Who doesn't want a time machine? Not to say like. But where would like what? Since Lexi, you are very into this. Where would you go? Literally, no, like, when like, would you I, go? When? Yeah, when? Not where is sorry, when? sorry, sorry. <laughs> when not where? You're so right. Can Stand my corrected. can my time machine also be like a travel machine in which like if I wanted to go to Hawaii, I step inside my machine. Like I could literally. You can travel no, to a but time and place. Here's what I could do. I could go to Hawaii fucking yesterday. Okay. True. <laughs> Oh, she makes now, a fair point. Now, I- you want a time machine that you can go anywhere? It doesn't have to be where you were necessarily. Yeah, it's a time machine. Like, if I want to go, yeah, to, like, you, can, the you don't have to have been there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like it. I want a time machine. Genius. All right, we I have can, some agreement. Now I we can have a sisterly pact. I could travel the world. I can like, I could see the time. Like, oh yeah, that's it. Oh, that's yeah. Stuff. That's smart. Dope. You kind of finessed it so that also doubles as like a transportation device. So it's like Harry Potter shit, where you just like, what is it called? when you like end up in a different place so you can just like travel without traveling 
I know what you're talking called. about. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, sorry, like like a, sorry, like Harry a, Potter fans. I'm a like fan, but I totally like forgot what it's called. Years. Oh, it's, it's not like those, eva- it's not thing. evaporation, but it's like no, it was that it was that movie like the Phoenix, the something of the Phoenix. Yeah, right? the and Order of the Phoenix. The, they spin the wheel. Yeah, I want a time machine. Oh, well, that's the time one, and that makes a lot of sense. Anyways, guys, you fucking crushed it. I hope you meet a genie and get your time machine wishes. And I'm just gonna invent one. Yeah, just invent one. You know, casual artist, TikTok star, gem. Z's creator, time machine creator. I've had so much fun doing this. This has been amazing. Just before we go, if you guys could plug all your stuff that you want people to know about, where they can find you, just all the stuff. So, so Instagram, we have a lot. We have a lot. We're Instagram, we're the Kaplan twins. Yeah. With underscores shoved in between. So it's the underscore Kaplan, Kaplan underscore twins. TikTok is the same. The Kaplan okay. twins. I mean, I think across boards, we're the Kaplan twins just across. And yeah, we also just got, Google it. We also got an Allie Kaplan account. We got a Lexi Kaplan account. I know you guys did that like not recently, recently, but like literally like a year or two ago. Like yes. pseudo recently. Well, so when X funny. on the Beach happened, we have a Gemzies account on TikTok and Instagram, and that's G E M Z E E Z. Right. And if you want to buy some Gemzies, you can go to www.gemzies.com. And, um, and then we- I'm going to attach a promo code. I yeah, love that. So let's do I love that. that. Yeah. Amazing. So we'll figure it out after. But um, and then look at their artwork. They have a website also. It's, it's, is it's the, the Kaplan Twins. Twins. Com. Yeah. yeah. We're the Kaplan it's all Twins pretty Twins. easy. Yeah. yeah. Go into Google and just Google them. Amazing. <laughs> and then as always, please, you know, rate, review, subscribe, share the podcast with a friend if you enjoyed it. And then follow me at CKNY1213. And then follow the podcast at WTF Sup Pod. And yeah, thank you guys so, so much. Fun. Um, so fun. Oh my God, thank yeah, you for having us. So fun. Okay, bye everyone.